We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio here this uh, morning. Another rainy morning, two mornings in a row. Had some storms in the Oxford area. But it's starting to uh, clear up, a little cloudy. Looks like precipitation has uh, has stopped. There's your weather report for the day. We'll uh, we'll talk a good bit about what Lane Kiffin, Greg Sankey said yesterday during SEC Media Days, Elijah Drinkwitz, and Brian Kelly also with uh, appearances there in Atlanta at the College Football Hall of Fame. Nick Saban currently at the podium as we're recording this around eight fifteen and getting started this uh, this morning's so heat advis- uh, heat advisory today in Oxford. You know that. After the rain, really? So it's going to be one humid son of a gun then. Uh, Heat index values up to 109 expected. 109. 109 from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Really? Wednesday. So it's a two-day heat advisory. Did you see? No, the heat advisory starts tomorrow. Oh, so we're good today. I mean, yeah. Relatively. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Make sure you get in touch with Comer and Southern if you got some. If you got some, if the AC is sputtering, you're going to need it ready. Damn right. Yeah, it's 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 tough to keep up right now. It's uh it's it's tough on all of them. Um, yeah. Did you see where? I guess it was England had their hottest day on record. They had like a 104, and I have, I say a friend. I haven't talked to her in years, but a Facebook friend who was flying to London a couple days ago. And her plane got delayed because the runways were melting. Oh. Like there was – it had gotten so hot, and they're not used to it over there, obviously, so they're not built the same way that it would in Phoenix or somewhere here. Right. That literally the runways were buckling and changing. Oh. Construction. Yes. So what did they, they do? She ended up there, so I don't know what exactly happened, but, yeah, she had – because she, she was paranoid. It was for like a PhD ceremony. She had a, anyway, it doesn't matter. But she was trying to get over there. Something had been delayed several times for multiple reasons. And she waited to like the very last second to go ahead and tell people, hey, like, I think I'm probably going to do this. And as soon as she hit the Facebook post, like 10 minutes later, they said, actually, we are a pilot short and the runways are melting. 
So, oh. well, okay, there goes that. I'll have to figure that out from there. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I did see somewhere where they had a, like a record, like it was like 104.1 or something somewhere wow. in the UK yesterday. They are not built for that. Does they get humid heat there, right? Don't I've, know. I've never been. Yeah, no idea. I mean, if it gets, but the thing is, it doesn't necessarily get hot to have that level of humid heat, right? I mean, it rains a good bit, so it's kind of wet, but. Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't know. I've never, I've never been to Europe. Do you want to go? Do, that, I want, that, do I want to go? Yeah, I'd like to go. Do I think I'll ever go? Probably not. It's not a high enough priority to actually make it a thing. Yeah, probably not. Okay. Podcast brought to you in part by the Oxford Exxon, Highway 6 West in Oxford. You can get the uh, Exxon mobile app just by downloading it straight from your app store, or you can take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump. And remember, it equals 1,000 bonus points, and that gives you $10 off a tank of gas. If you're filling up at the time, you can use it later whenever you would like. 1,000 bonus points, 10 bucks with the Oxford Exxon. Let them take care of dinner for you tonight. Ribs, wet or dry, you call call them ahead of time. They'll go ahead and wrap them up, have them ready to go. You stop in, pick them up, and on your way home for an easy, good meal here on this uh, this Tuesday evening. Again, come from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. And... Um, He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. Just right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get the quote. rest completely up to you. Or you can shop that quote around, do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that is hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guests join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford, a great place to go grab a burger, a po' boy, an appetizer, full bar. Uh, great beer selection and more. Get out of the heat at Rafters. You can also uh, head to Rafters in New Albany. And then don't forget Rafters on the Water if you're heading to Sardis this weekend. Enjoying another summer weekend. Stop by Sardis on the Water. Grab a um, frozen margarita, beer, burger, whatever the case may be. and Enjoy yourself there at Sardis. So we'll get into um, Kiffin, Sankey, some other college football stuff here in a second. But just quickly before I so I don't forget this because uh, I've been asked a couple times. Had a... Several different Ole Miss baseball players taken yesterday. Derek Diamond, Hayden Dunhurst, Dylan DeLucia, Brandon Johnson, Tim Oko, all taken between the 6th and 10th rounds. There's a run on Rebels, over like 10, 15 picks. Um, Diamond, Dunhurst, and DeLucia all went. Then Johnson in the ninth round by the Royals and Elko in the 10th by the White Sox. As we said yesterday, he was one of those pretty obvious senior signs to save some cash. If you signed yesterday... You're, I mean, I'm sorry, if you were drafted yesterday, you're going to sign. They knew going in that they were not going to waste a pick that would they ended up losing for the most part. So there's a, no huge reason to stay on that watch. If all those guys that, that were drafted, they will sign and start their professional career. So that will be it for Dylan DeLucia. Um, I'm getting asked about Justin Bench and Kevin Graham. I, again, I assume they're going today. I mean, Kevin, even in that parade speech thing, kind of gave away that he was done. So I'm not expecting some sort of surprise there. Well, stock's not um, going to go up. Yeah, so that's I don't, his thing. I mean, it's so, a little interesting. He wasn't taken yesterday, but there's a lot of good players. You know, stuff happens. How you project? What position do you play in the field? He doesn't really have a position. He doesn't really He's, look like an elite prospect. Yeah, so I think he just had a bad day. If you want to know the truth, I think that's probably what that is, and he will still. Somebody will sign. Someone will take him, and, and if they don't take him, someone's going to offer him a contract. Yes, and at this point, he just needs to go play. Yeah, so I don't think it's indicative of anything. Yesterday is, I guess, is what I'm saying there between those uh, those two. I will check just to 100 percent and make sure, but um, 
yeah, I, I still think they are both done with their collegiate careers. The good news for Ole Miss is they had no other high school surprises yesterday. Sonia and a couple other guys could have gotten uh, – Legic could have gotten, you know, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars if they would have taken that level of money and been a pick at some point during the day yesterday, and that did not happen. So uh I think Ole Miss is in pretty good shape outside of Ferris and Anthony and then what they lost from their uh from their current roster, if you uh if you will. So there's that. Uh quickly I know it's gonna get asked, so before I, we get off into football and sometimes I forget to come back to things. So go ahead and knock that out. Um really happy for Derek Diamond. It's a great kid. Um Injury, struggles, some mental stuff, a lot of reasons for uh, why his college career did not necessarily pan out the way you would hope. But could get a fresh start. I'm, I'm assuming his medicals are at least where they are not upset by them there with him getting taken by Pittsburgh. And now we'll see what uh, see what happens with his career. I expect Drew McDaniel to get drafted at some point today also. Um, I think yeah. he's probably the one extra guy off the board. So. The anyway. diamond thing will always be weird to me because that's a story that we'll never all we'll never be able to all fully tell. And now I don't even know what I believe, and so I will watch it. Interesting within. because he was taken where he was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, six rounds. There's some mm-hmm. value in the six round. Six rounders make it to the major leaguers major leagues all the time. So I'm 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 interested. He has not looked healthy completely since the beginning of the 2020 season. He had. He had PRP therapy last summer, had a lot of stuff going on, lost a lot of weight during the season last year because he had like a tooth issue during his sophomore season. Yeah, it's it's there's a lot there. Um yeah. or a lot potentially there for him. But he's taken and he will uh, he will sign. I know I know he was in the transfer portal, but that was he was going to get drafted and go. That was kind of irrelevant. That was just a stopgap measure in case something went horribly wrong. So, uh, Kiffin, thank you. Where do you want to start? What do you want to do? Oh, let's do Kiffin. I think that's what Kiffin. most people are interested in. I mean, Lane Lane had some. He played the hits. He said the same things he's been saying, which it. Can, can I get to one thing to get off my chest there? I can, I, can, I can be productive at this point. The people out there that are like, you know, Kiffin wasn't as entertaining as I expected. When precisely has he been entertaining in a group setting? It's not who he is. At all? Why? Why? And I know I still will run into people that go, "Hey, what's it like covering Kiffin?" He's like Spurrier, right? It's like he is the exact antithesis. Yes, he's the total antithesis of of Steve Spurrier. It's not even in the same. Steve Spurrier will sit down with you and have a conversation and talk to you and at least pretend to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know whether it is shy, aloof. Just kind of antisocial. We've been told he struggles mentally in large groups. That's since he got here. That that's. Been I mean, I've seen him struggle in small groups. Yeah. Um. He was as expected to me yesterday. That was pretty much what I thought he was going to be like. Um. People who have not paid attention to what he said. Found him pretty interesting and vocal, obviously, on the NIL stuff, on the portal, on <clears throat> the language <clears throat> that he used regarding, you know, professional leagues and status I'm, and payrolls and I'm all that stuff. Neil's finding the quotes. But he, stuff he said. So, it, I mean, obviously, Ole Miss fans have been following and paying attention. It was just a, re, it was a regurgitation of that. He just said it on a much bigger stage. 
and in front of a lot more people when most coaches are more careful than that in that setting. I, I, I did not come out of it with anything where I went, wow, that's really interesting because I felt like I had sort of heard it all before, which is back to the conversation of media day is not really for especially the coach that you cover. It is especially, it's not really for fans who have been paying attention every day in today's crazy media cycle as it is where coaches talk year round about these same things. I mean, it was, it was, it, it was just a, it was a regurgitation. That's what yesterday was. Um, he'll get some different clicks from it because he said it in that environment and in that arena. But beyond that, that's, that's about it. I mean, I did not, Neil and I, Neil and I were discussing, what do you kind of take from this? What's here? What do we do or not do or whatnot? And I don't know if he had one answer that surprised me or I felt like I knew anything new yesterday. Is that fair? Yeah. Unless I'm forgetting something. The only thing he said yesterday that I found to be, hmm, kind of moment, right, was in the local media gathering, without prompting, he brought up the idea that culture is going to be important. Yeah. I didn't think that was by accident. I've subsequently talked to a couple of people who've told me, no, there's some issues. And again, before anybody goes, oh, God. No, I mean, it's what you would expect. It's what you would expect from a team in a summer. Sure. There's, I've never covered a team that didn't have issues. Great teams, bad teams, every team in between. And I've covered teams that went undefeated, and I've covered teams that went 2-10. and 10. They all have culture stuff that happens, pops up, issues. People don't like each other. People are unhappy. That happens. But he was specific somewhat about, you know, you bring in a whole bunch of people from different places who have already different habits and different expectations, and you're trying to create a uniformity, and not everybody just... Hops in line, single file. You know, like, if you ever fly Southwest Airlines, there's always people that don't understand the boarding process. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Always. Yeah. And they got people there, hey, man, you're supposed to be in the B group. You're standing in the A group. You're in the way right now. You're not where you're supposed to be, and this is going to cause a problem if you don't go get where you're supposed to be. That's just kind of where people are. And that's that's something that, he brought up and then he was asked about it you know i don't have this that part in front of me because that was not in a transcript yeah it's up in my story which is at rebelgrove.com if you don't subscribe to rebelgrove.com today would be a good day to do it we're about to get started with football coverage um basketball season should be interesting obviously a baseball season is going to come around where they're defending a national championship so there's a lot that we offer at rebelgrove.com and you can get it for the uh inflation free price of Nine ninety five a, a month. If you sign up for an annual subscription, it's like eight forty six a month. So I mean, it's a pretty good deal. Inflation free is a good ad, ad line, isn't it? That's pretty good. Go ahead. I'm told Rivals pushes back when people really? offer that. Yeah, they don't appreciate that. Whatever. Um, also, hit the like button in our in our YouTube stream. Hit the like button if you would. And if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. Tell a friend. It's free. Uh, but I'm looking for the other quote that was the one that got the headlines is the NIL stuff, and I'm I'm searching for it. Lane was asked about Alabama. He was asked about Kentucky. He was asked about Arkansas. He was asked about Auburn. He was asked about the mustard bottle. Trick plays. Um, 
Then he was asked a question. One year into NIL, what have you found works with NIL? What doesn't work? You say college football is all about money right now. How have you managed that in your program? You mentioned that maybe there needs to be general managers. Have you kind of delegated that responsibility to someone already? Lane Kiffin's response was, and I quote, Well, the first question is the keys to NIL and how do you deal with that? You have really good boosters. That's how you do well at it. I'll say what other people say, as you know. It's like a payroll in baseball. What teams win over a long period of time? Teams that have high payrolls and can play players a lot. We're in a situation not any different than that. I'm sure other people said it. I said day one, you legalize cheating, so get ready for the people that have the most money to get players. Now you have it. It is what it is. As far as general manager, as far as a general manager to manage that, we aren't allowed in the current system to manage what they make. We're not there yet. I don't know that we ever will be. That's just what I said. It should be because that's what any other professional sport, which is what we are now, does. And that was the end of his interview. He was thanked for his time, and he told people he appreciated it. stage right. That is the quote that got the most attention yesterday, which is a couple things. One, we're quickly realizing that what I've been saying about media days for the past couple of years is I'm right. Congratulations to me. I finally got one. The event is too, if we're going to do it this early, is outdated. If we want media days to be a football preview thing, it needs to be like the very last two or three days of July. Because they don't practice for like 17 days. And so the days of what you used to have in the media was the we talked about this last week, so I'm not going to regurgitate it, the tab thing. And now you don't have that anymore because now journalism has become even more provincial than it used to be. And so if you're covering South Carolina, you can't write a story about Ole Miss's team. They'll revolt. I don't want to read about Ole Miss. I'm here to read about South Carolina and nothing but South Carolina. So what do you get? You get the Arkansas writer that asks about the Ole Miss-Arkansas rivalry. You get the Auburn writer that asks about Auburn. You get the, the, the Kentucky writer that asks about Kentucky. Hey, you guys played a crazy game two years ago, huh? And they're going to come there. They're getting, they're getting a Ole Miss quote about Kentucky. Yes. For their notebook. Because the only day that they're really writing big is the day that Kentucky comes. Mm-hmm. So that's why the questions are weird. And then the national guys aren't writing any of that yet. They're looking for these theme stories, and NIL remains a big theme. And Lane kind of is one of the he coaches. He gives them a low-hanging fruit on that. Who gives them kind of the, oh, he says it out loud. They're, everybody's kind of saying it out loud. Lane, just to his credit, has been saying it pretty consistently from the beginning that it's professional sports and players are going to the highest bidder. And There's also at least three rooms. People have to understand that. You're seeing yeah. the big ballroom that is going to be more pomp like this. You're, there's an electronic media room that you can see on rebelgrove.com as well. There's the local media gathering prior to that. There's, there's multiple spots where Lane is asking, answering some segment of the conversations are the same conversations, and this was always going to be the one on television is the one with the least minutiae of anything because right. it's just the big room and everybody's all over the place, and it, it is what it is. I, his answer on NIL is good. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not that it's bad. I've just heard it seven times, and I don't mean that badly. I mean, that's, that was he was asked, and he answered with the yeah. consistency that he has been very 
celebrated for it at this point, and he should be because he has he has been very clear and very correct on what NIL is. It brings up, which is the fascinating part of this, and I'll kind of tease it, and then I'll, I'll I'll go from there. It's where he, though, I do think he has to be some semblance of careful because he is consistently giving his answer. His answer is correct, but in combination with you know some of the times where he he retweets where kids got nil deals or a kid committed to a certain school or whatever. He runs the risk of it coming off as whining, um, or whatever phrase you want to put on that or whatnot. It comes off of, well, I'm watching people do things we can't do. And his answers in this, if you read it, go, hey, it is what it is. We try to make the most of it. That's why we do the cars and the dog and a lot of yeah. the stuff to try to, we'll read that quote in a minute. But at the same time, you have to be careful admitting, and I know he would say I'm just being honest, and I get that to an extent, but he's all about PR. You're an SEC program. You don't want to give off the idea that you're the little engine that could, that absolutely has no chance in an arena publicly over and over and over again. You have Because to. it runs the risk of, hey, oh, I'm telling boosters we need to get active, or I'm basically saying it's just an impossibility and let's give up. You have to be careful that it doesn't come across as whining. Yeah. And I don't think he does yet. But you're right. Look, you can't say on one hand, we're a big-time SEC program. We're competing for national championships. I didn't come here to, for moral victories. You can't say that on one hand and then turn around and go, you know, hey, it's just all, you know, it is what it is. The teams that have the money are going to get the players. Because you run the risk, Chase, of two years from now looking up and going, well, you know, there's a lot of programs that are sort of like you that signed a whole bunch of four-star high school players, and look at them, they're pretty good. And they don't, they're not talking about culture. Because his very first quote, I, I did not catch this until today. Because to be honest, when Lane <clears throat> took the stage in the big room, I was transcribing what he had given to the local media, and I was writing that. And so I had it on mute. He says, at the same time, with everything good, there are challenges as well. You have people coming from, like I've said, kids coming from different parenting, and we have to put them all together as this blended family. That is challenging. In fall camp, it won't just be about teaching X's and O's like it always is. We have a lot of culture work to do that you don't really have to do as much because it's already established because your best players normally have been in your program for a year or two. It's twice. That he brought that up without prompting, tells you it's on his mind, that one of the issues with the best players on your team being transfer portal guys is that they have not been ingrained in your culture. Yeah, there's a couple things there. We'll go to that in a second. First, two about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you can look underwriting and understand your market. Leader in condo financing, the flow down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704. Or J L O W E at communitymtg.com. Uh, we're also brought to you by, I'm having to pull up something. I was switching files there. Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68 acre, 32 stall upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. They've got sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings. From uh, beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. They've got a lot going on at Southern Traditions. Host parties, events, all of those things as well. So get in touch with Bowers Cone 
um, Ben and Hillary Craddock, and as I mentioned, Susan Walt on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. We are also brought to you by Corinth Dental. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself every day. Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. It's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Service specialist staffing and recruiting agency has been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're looking for a job, you definitely need to get in touch with service specialists. It's always free for the candidate. Conversations are kept confidential. And if your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, service specialists can help you as well. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so give Will, Sidney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. I'll have a mail book, mail book, mail bag up uh, maybe late tonight, early tomorrow. Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors makes that possible, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Podcast is brought to you by Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com, and including to their fi- including their five different uh, flavors they have for the uh, cook straight from the bag. They also are offering their IQF shrimp, that is their uh, individually frozen option, like you find at the grocery store. Except you know that you can trust them coming straight from New Orleans. Raw peel, devone, tell off two pound bags available for purchase through Prime Shrimp. They will ship right to your door. Remember, use code MPW for twenty dollars off. Your first order for that, and then if you want the uh, the ones from the bag, again, five different flavors, including the garlic herb butter and their signature are a couple of my favorites, the Simply Shrimp, also where you can uh, go ahead and doctor it up yourself, maybe for kids, maybe for people with a little more discerning palates. The uh, spicy option, Louisiana Shrimp Bowl, is excellent and more. So, again, that's primeshrimp.com. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Now, look... He said it. It, it. it is. It's the. It's the most interesting part of what he said because of two reasons. A. He brought up the culture, the the chemistry inside his roster. So you know, it's as you said on his mind. It's also the absolute most pertinent thing to his success this season. Um, yeah. Whereas the other stuff is big picture, and he likes big picture, and let's talk college football, and yes, for the future of his program, nil matters more than anything else, obviously. But for the 2022 season, how these guys coexist, how the how they meld together, that is the most important part of everything. Because, and he he, he was asked this too about what are you doing with leadership with these different things. And it's not just about the number one or number two guys from a leadership standpoint. Although they are trying to find those guys, he goes, look, it's probably not a quarterback this year because Altmyer and Dart neither one's the starter. They're young guys. 
you know, you had Sam Williams that was unique in his way to be a leader. You had Chance Campbell and those guys last year. It's going to look different in all those different ways. And what those, I think in some, some of the portal guys, I think they realize that almost to themselves that, hey, we've got to find a way to gel in here where they almost sort of became their own signing class. They kind of banded together, not in a us versus them way, but hey, let's all get together and then let's find our best way to implement into the overall roster. I, yeah. I think it's been an emphasis throughout. I mean, we've heard Troy talk about it and different guys of what that needs to look like prior to the fall. And look, it's one of the, the hidden things to what made them able to go 10 and two or have a hell of a season last year is they gave a crap about one another. And I know it sounds crazy and that's cliche, no, but it's true. Sure. They, they didn't give up in a lot of those areas where you could have dropped games and you could have let some stuff get at you and all those different things. They really did care. And developing that care for a guy that you only met a couple months ago, you haven't been through adversity with, you haven't been through the war with, you haven't, other than some 6 a.m. workouts where you're both kind of tired when you run, there hasn't been much there to put that into play as far as those guys. So it, it's, it takes a very strong group of returners, and they've got that, especially on the defensive side of the ball. they got a lot of guys back that have been around. I mean, your, your Otis's and A.J.'s and those kind of guys – um, offensively, you've got an offensive line that can kind of broke, not, no pun intended, broker that a little bit and different things. Um, and then it also takes a really, really mature portal class. Those guys, you've got to you've got to vet your portal additions beyond just can they play, how they coexist with your roster, their maturity that they bring to the table every day matters probably more. Because everybody knows the score. Everybody knows they're coming in to take a job that was left over from somebody leaving last year. Everybody knows that it was a business decision in some ways to come play and go to the NFL or whatever it is their their goal is. That in and of itself creates some potential chemistry issues because you've also got the guy that's been sitting there trying to get on the two deep who's been a three-year yep. guy and been a returner, and he thinks it's his turn now. And, hey, you're just stepping right in here after transferring from State College X, and you didn't put this time in, and you don't know that guy like I do, and I've got this chemistry. It's a wheat. It's a web. you gotta, we got gotta, you gotta, you got to tread that correctly. And there's no guarantee. They did a really good job last year with the people who were implemented in. It really, really did. There weren't it, that it, many, it, though. It, that, no, it wasn't at all. And most of them were in a second-year deal. Like, I mean, Mark Robinson had been hanging out for a while. He was best friends with Otis Reese. That doesn't count. That's no. not the same thing. Really, the only one was Chance. And and um, am I missing somebody? The year before that, there was the tight end, Jacor Pearson, maybe. Kinda. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 reaching. It's nothing like this. I mean, this is a fascinating year for Ole Miss because they didn't do a lot in high school recruiting. And instead, they went heavy on the portal and brought in guys that are going to have to play. I mean, potentially at quarterback. And what does that look like? I mean, Lane was, as we expected, Lane was pretty careful about the quarterback answers. He, he gave away nothing. He got asked a specific question about Luke and answered it positively. He got asked, he talked about, mentioned a couple of times that they're both still young guys. Both still learning. They're both just 19 years old. Um, you know What happens at quarterback if Jackson's not the starter? He signed thinking he would be the starter. 
Does he, is he a good soldier? Is he a good citizen? What about the people around him? What, what's that look like? What happens if Luke's not the starter? It's one thing to sit behind Matt Corral. Sort of knew that was coming. It's another thing to sit behind a guy that they brought in to take your job. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's going to go blow up the locker room or anything, but do you become disgruntled? Do you become – do you start spending some of your time looking for another job? Because if you're looking for another job, you're not completely focused on yours. Like it's almost every position you could potentially have this issue that you have to mine it. I mean, it's not just quarterback. It's And, again, I don't think there's any issues, but it's – Kentrell Bullock still being 14, potentially. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's everywhere. I was actually it's, thinking it's, that might be the one position that's kind of fireproof a little bit. That's But that's about it. I think but it's off- still two new guys coming in. I think I mean, offensive line is going to be solid from that standpoint because they've got some real leaders in that room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nick's I mean, a natural leader, and, and, and Mason Brooks is one of the sharpest people I've ever encountered in, in athletics or in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy's a good kid. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. Eli Acker's a good kid. They're, they're fine. They'll be good there. Uh, you know, defensive line, you've got a bunch of competition. And so you, you who knows? Linebackers. Uh, linebackers up Point in the air. Field. And at DB, you look. And they've already had some culture issues at DB. I mean, okay, they have. <laughs> Just trust us here. Yeah. That one of the culture issues resulted in a player missing spring. Yeah. Um, you know, how do you. There's only so many minutes on the court, right? Mm-hmm. In a college basketball game, the one thing that you know going in 200. is you have 200 minutes. That's all you got. Not, not 217, 200. It's a finite number. So there's a number of snaps in a game. You know, how, many, how many reps do you get? And if you're not getting enough reps, are you happy? How does, how does all that work out? Now, that's the good problem to have when you have too many players and not enough snaps. But there's some stuff. And you're bringing in people from different places. Does everyone respect meeting times the way that you want your program to? Does everyone respect, you know, if you're told in the offseason that a, a meeting is optional, does everyone really understand that that doesn't really mean that it's optional? Mm-hmm. Does everyone get that? And what happens when you don't? And some of those kind of things that pop up in football teams all the time. So – Lane talked about it twice. It was on his mind. And I thought it was interesting because it's one of the things that we've talked about about what makes this season different because I, I've never covered this before. No one, not many people have. There's a lot of people I've talked to in the media who are watching Ole Miss kind of curiously to see, hey, if this works, this portal thing, maybe that's the answer for programs. And if it doesn't, if it turns out to be you know non-sustainable, there's some other programs that are watching and going, glad I didn't go down that road because we sure thought about it. Yeah, look, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of talent on that defensive backfield for Ole Miss, but you are so figuring out minutes for Tennyson and Young and those dudes. I mean, it's not. Yeah. I mean, Ashim Young was a big tw- was an all-Big 12 player. He didn't come to sit. No. He came to build his NFL stock. Mason Brooks came to Ole Miss. Why? He wanted to. Prove he could play in another system. Prove he could play in the SEC and elevate his stock with specifically with the Senior Bowl and with the NFL Draft. That's why he came to Ole Miss. He could have stayed at Western Kentucky another year. He was fine. I and mean, then, he could have gone pro last year. Yeah. 
It was mentioned the thread from Alan. He's right. Lane did say that. He mentioned that the portal's great if you haven't had time in a program to build depth other ways. It, it sort of flooded off the top of my head and kind of moved on, though, because he hasn't put an emphasis there now either. Like, I don't, I don't really know what that means because there isn't an emphasis on building high school depth. For NIL, whatever the reason, is kind of irrelevant. The point is that's still not what they're doing right now. So I don't know. I mean, nobody asked him to, to mine it deeper, but I couldn't quite make that matter when he was talking because it's not what reality has been to this point. I think he'll get some of those questions in August once we get past the newness of practice starting. When someone's like, hey, I need something different here, typically it's – Typically, it's me who asks those questions, and I'll probably get to one of them at that point of, hey, this is, it, it, it looks like you're not committing as many high school players as some of the other programs in the league. Is that intentional? Is that intentional? Is, or do, you, do you believe that what you're doing with the portal is, is the way to go at, at Ole Miss? Do you believe it's sustainable here? I don't know whether he'll get a little irritated at that question or not. Probably not. He doesn't seem to get irritated at much. He'll probably give me a thoughtful answer that will wind back into a another not regurgitation because that sounds like it's negative, but another sort of conversation about NIL. That and I don't crit like you. I don't criticize him for being repetitive. If you get asked the same question a hundred times different ways, you come back to the same answer. Yeah, it was people who had not heard that answer prior, at least in a in an, in a setting in person. So I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, like he was asked a question about Michael Trigg. He says, "Very talented player. Again, another young one that just finished his true freshman year. Had a really good spring game. Has done some good things. Has a really high ceiling." And then unprompted, unprompted, with all these portal guys, especially the young ones, we have a lot of work to do to get them into our systems, not just offense, defense, special teams, but cultural wise. I mean, I have no idea whether that's specific about Trigg or whether that just created something that popped into his head about transfer portal guys. But that's multiple times yesterday. I'm now catching it as I go back over this again and again that he used the word culture. He's also been very careful to not put <clears throat> crazy expectations on guys like Trigg. Hey, he's pointing out yeah. there is a – a method to being ready to play at the caliber that maybe he has the potential for, but is not going to be some automatic thing day one. But maybe Trig more than anybody else, he has really been careful to not let that blow up into, oh, he's going to go be the next whomever, Kellen Winslow tomorrow, and it is what it is. Um, so I think that plays into it too. I think there's a, hey, 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 he's young, caught, what, 12 balls last year or something? I mean, Something like that, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not Evan Ingram going into his junior year right now with this guy. So be careful. Um, otherwise, Lane was fine. Um, he, it's weird because I don't think he was overly good. I think he was honest, which is what you get from Lane, and it's the honesty that is somehow misrepresentative misrepresented as this Spurrier-like character. Um, honesty reads better on quotes than necessarily when he's saying it because he's not that crazy engaged. He doesn't necessarily want to do it. Um, he's just kind of there. 
and not even really a criticism, just there there isn't an energy coming off him while he does it, which no. you are used to seeing from people who are typically that honest. Right. Where they almost, hey, no, let's talk about this. I'm, I'm, I want to be the center of attention here. I want to whatever. Lane doesn't want to be doing that. Not in that, Not in that environment, right? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I yeah. think he likes when the national guys come oh, to sure. Oxford. And they he hang said out a thousand office. times, "Look, I lo- my name being in something's good." Right. What's he likes he, being the voice. It's, it's why he does national stuff one on one, and he doesn't do local stuff one on one. He knows who has a platform and who doesn't. There's no question about that. And this is something that look, he said it enough times that I think you do have to begin to consider that this is what he thinks. Now, what gets debated is can you do a salary cap? I don't know the answer to this. Can you make them employees? I don't think so. Now, there's a lawsuit that's gotten started. Mm-hmm. They're just into the discovery process. I think it's in Virginia, but I'm not positive. About that very topic, about amateur status. Can, can the NCAA continue to kind of hide behind, hey, these guys are amateurs? When in, it's obvious that they're not. Lane's right. This is pro sports. It's now pro sports. Players are getting paid. We're going to talk about Texas Tech in a minute. Players are getting paid. And so they're, they're not amateurs. But I don't know how you would do a salary cap. And if I'm in the room in the SEC or the NCAA, I would say, hey, how the hell are we supposed to enforce a salary cap? Mm-hmm. Right. How do, tell me how we do that. And that is where, and this is, a, this is going to come across as a criticism of Lane, and it's not. This is a criticism of everyone who complains about the system, and they have legitimate complaints. When the other side goes, okay, for, the, for kicks and giggles, how do you fix that? What do, you, what do you suggest? Give me a proposal. And they go, well, we could just make them employees and give a salary cap. All right, well, who does that? Who, who enforces that? But explain. Bringing unions in now? And the answer is, well, I don't know. Okay, so then we hit the wall, fellas. I mean, you know, we're, we're like splat. Yeah, it turns into that thing where you have the person who goes, well, I just feel like that's not the way to do it. Okay, what do you think? I don't know. I just don't feel like <laughs> no, that's it. That's it's like, like my pay grade. Yeah, well, 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 you, well, whose pay grade is it on? Because those, those are the people that, like Greg Sankey, you can almost imagine Greg Sankey standing over in the corner of the room when these conversations happen. Brian Kelly, the LSU coach yesterday, said, we will not be outbid. Quote, unquote. We will not be outbid. Son of a bitch. I mean, and I heard people go, I can't believe he said that. I said, why? Why? It's the truth. Their attitude now is, hey, look, we're not going to be outbid. And, and, and then an hour later or less, Lane Kiffin stands in there and says, hey, you, you knew what was going to happen when you made cheating legal. Yeah, it's just making people uncomfortable. And I was like, well, how do we, can we fix this? And, and, the, and the people who are, in, I, I've, I've never, you've known me for a long time. How often do I defend the NCAA? But if I, if, if I'm in a room and the NCAA enforcement staff is in there going, because right, Greg Sankey was critical of the NCAA yesterday, mm-hmm. and, and justifiably so, because they can't get anything done. So you're going to put more on their plate? It's big, too. When you're trying to get your kids to do their chores. The way to do it is that, hey, hey, uh, hey, little Johnny, I know you haven't done the first five things on your list. Here's another five. What, what do you think is going to happen? Little Johnny's going, well, shit, I couldn't do the first five. I can't do ten. Screw it. I'm out. You can only ground me so much. You've already taken my phone away. You've already said I can't go play at little Jenny's house. So I'm out. What do you think the enforcement staff's going to say? 
hey, we can't do what we're doing now, and you want us to enforce a salary cap at how many schools? Come on. It also is only relevant at like 10, 15. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, come on. Whatever the cap is, it only would be being exceeded by. But but you know the cap would be something that would be achievable by just about everybody, which means that everyone would then go cheat over the cap. So we're just back to where we were. You're back to where you were, and 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 maybe hey, maybe that's the answer. And maybe that's what people really want. Well, they do get it back to okay. Do it. Just quit talking. So about everybody it. gets a little bit. Now, okay. Now we go back to the under the table cheating, and we just go back to the the powers that were are now the powers that are. And we get yeah. to pretend that it's all level playing field. Because deep down, man, you've said this for a while, there's a lot of fans that they just want plausible deniability. That's really what they want. Yeah, the period of the They game. want to be able to go to the game and go, hey, this is even. My team's got a shot. And then when they lose, go, they cheat. They cheat. We don't cheat. They cheat. And now it's like, yeah, they, no, they just bid you more. They outbid you. Mm-hmm. Their coach said it out loud. He did. And the bidding's legal. Kind of. Brian Kelly's not in South Bend anymore. Mm, makes no bones about it. No. Podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, small batch traditional cheese and fermentations, charcuterie, bakery, catering, grazing tables, and much more. You can try all their different, sell their different menu items at johnsonhillcreamery.com. Send them an email address at cheese at Johnson Hill Creamery. And go to their Instagram page. That's at Johnson Hill Creamery. Plenty of different, uh, New creations there. You can see video of them making their own homemade cannoli shells. They've got a Tasting Tuesday. Hope you take advantage of that today. It's from 11 to 3, all through July and August. They have one house condiment, um, one house cheese as well. Every single Tuesday you can try. Come back the next week and see what uh, is available. Come week after week to try their new options. That's White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar in Oxford. And again, that's 662-419-9201. Brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the square. Euros, wraps, kebabs, redfish, lamb chops, handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candle at patio, and more. If you're coming up this fall, make OPA a part of your plans. 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Get in touch with my friend John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated if you're trying to uh, close out your summer with a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories. If you're already thinking about the holiday season, whatever the case may be, 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Pinnacle is home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. If uh, you're starting to transition from your college baseball national championship gear to getting ready for some football gear to bring up for the fall, get in, go to the College Corner, collegecornerstore.com, plus two locations in the Jackson area, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Have a heat advisory in place for uh, tomorrow. So if you're in the north Mississippi area, Memphis, and you're um, – AC's acting a little funny. Today would be a really good day to call Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products, same great services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. 
And we're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for 73 years, from engagement rings to wedding rings to fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry. LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, the Ignite, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. I have it at home as well. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com. 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and more. It's going to call their office, get the best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. I know you're going to shift gears in a second. First, Kyle Wilson, thanks for the two super chats. He says, what is the longest y'all have ever been without power? Lots of storms in North Point, Northport which is in Alabama this morning. Yeah. Does the Clark Ford studio have a generator? It does not. Uh, it We're just out of luck if the if, internet. If we uh, just lose power, internet. we just lose power, and we'll we'll be back when we get back. Um, longest I've been was. I guess we would at some point go, whoa, hold on a minute. We're losing revenue here quickly. We're yeah. going to have to figure this out. Um, For sure. There is a point, I guess, in that, but. Yeah, you, you've been in hurricane situations, so you have a much longer answer to this than I would. I mean, I've, a day. A little, oh, really? That's it? Yeah, a little more than a day, I guess. Ivan, we lost it for... In Mobile, you didn't get hit by one that was a while? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. 
I guess Ivan couple couple days to a weekend of no power. That's when you drove back down yourself yeah. or whatever, wasn't it? Yeah. Had to kill a snake and it was fun. Got a snake. A rattlesnake. It was a rattlesnake? Yeah, it was fun. What'd you kill it with? A two by four. You hit it with a two by four? Over and over and over and over and over. Way more than you had to. Probably. Made sure. And then I drank bourbon. And still wondered if he <laughs> might come back to life. Yeah, I didn't somehow. sleep for days. Um yeah, and this was before I drank bourbon. I drank bourbon. Because of the snake? Yeah. Not because of the power of the hurricane, the snake. Yeah. Yep. Fun day. Brian, you were in Birmingham without power for five days in Katrina? Really? I didn't realize that. Huh. Yeah, I, I stayed in Spanish Fort for Katrina. I wasn't doing the drive back and forth thing again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sankey. Um, what we expected, I think, for the most part. He was, like you said, he was critical of the NCAA. He was very clear that he tried to work with everybody on playoff teams and that the one thing it is not okay is for everybody to get a seat and there to be only those seats available that he thought or thinks the 12-team playoff with six automatics and six at-larges makes the most sense. It was Mm -hmm. a good compromise, and it was cool. And he believes that anything less than that should not have any automatic bids whatsoever, and you just earn your way on. And he basically said it because he believed it, but also threatened that even at any number and said, well, why don't we have automatic bids? Just be competitive and find a way in there, Chief. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with 12 at-large bids. Just if you win the SEC, you're getting one of them. Don't don't do the come on. If you win the Big Ten, you're getting one of them. If you win the Big Twelve, you'll get one of twelve. Come on, sure, of course you're in. Now you might be in with four Big Tens and five SECs. Unless it's like some deal where it's a four loss team that pulls off an upset. Sure, you know whatever. But how often is that going to happen? He has been very clear that, hey, I really tried to hang around and let you guys just figure it out, and now that you don't, whatever, I don't care anymore. That's been the the overwhelming sentiment from him over the last three, four months. I'm a Sankey guy. I know a lot of people in our thread aren't. He's not pro Ole Miss. He didn't defend Ole Miss in the NCAA thing. There's a long story there. All that stuff. Look, the way he's handled the last few years, I'm, I'm – Pro Sankey. I would vote for Sankey in an election. Oh, he he has probably been this is interesting. I don't know the answer is. I'm trying to think through it before I even say a sentence. <sighs> Given he would definitely answer that question. He, he's going to make it as easy as possible for Notre Dame to be in the playoff. Sure, um, for a number of reasons. Yeah, and the fact that if Notre Dame's eleven and one, they're probably going to be in the playoff, and if they're not, they won't. The Notre Dame thing hasn't been a problem. It really hasn't. They got in maybe once; they shouldn't have gotten in, but whatever. How do you think Slive would have handled these last couple of years? Because, frankly, I don't know that he would have handled it with as much deafness as Sankey has. No, he wouldn't have. He was not as... He was more of a bully. He was not as diplomatic. No. But, look, make no mistake, 
Sankey is a guy that, like I've told you, I just told you this, when the final vote comes in on the scheduling, it's yeah. going to be unanimous. Let everybody have your certain Saban-esque to Sankey. Everybody's going to get your, I'm going to let you express your thoughts, get it off your chest, but we're going to vote here and move forward. And here's how we're voting. Uh, he's he's powerful, he's but he's diplomatic, and I think he's truly a guy that, I mean, he, I I think he truly does listen to people. I think he's smart enough to, he's smart enough to know that he's not the only smart guy. That there are other smart people, and that you're foolish if you don't listen to those people. Anything other than the bidding out of Kelly or Drinkwitz that was. Interesting. No. Uh, Kelly's just trying to ingratiate himself into, a, speaking of culture, into a completely different culture and appears to be doing a good job of it. They are recruiting at a pretty high level all of a sudden. Pay attention. Well, I mean, did we really think they weren't? No, but when LSU recruits at a high level with organization, they're very, very good. When LSU is disorganized and dysfunctional, this when they're they're not good. Brian Kelly's teams are typically very functional, very organized teams. LSU's one of the real interesting teams for me this year. And then moving forward, I think LSU's scary. I mean, I do. We've talked about you and I talked about this yesterday. You know, there's we do these schedule things and I mean that game in Baton Rouge could potentially be Two really highly ranked teams at that point in the season. Who are you? Who are you not buying stock in in the West? State. This is probably a topic for tomorrow, but state. See, that's the problem. You get past them, and I can Auburn? make it. Yeah, I'm not buying Auburn. Too that's many, it. With too many people say, "Oh yeah, yeah." No, look, I told you this the other day. Who's going to win the West? If you if say if if someone comes down to you and goes, "Who's going to win the West?" You go Alabama. But I mean, like over a three year period. If I said, "Hey, you got to oh. you got to buy stock today, and you got to have that stock through 2025 or 2024, whatever." Ooh. Again, that's let me a good question. Tomorrow, yeah. But, I think let me think about it. Well, my point is the West. <sighs> I I'd, I'd have questions about Auburn because that's a who's Auburn's coach. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'll throw this in there tomorrow for grind because I do think I kind of want to do the stock conversation tomorrow. You're gonna be, we're we're gonna have a little different yeah because I want to have some time anyway. to think about it anyway. Kelly has a higher ceiling ceiling at LSU than at Jimbo at A and M question mark Yes, because LSU has proven that good coaches can win national titles and bad coaches can win national titles. Yes, yes. Brian Kelly's his ceiling at LSU is far higher than Jimbo at A and M. The best coach at, at in the history of the game. Won a national championship at LSU. Yes. A very quirky, but good, somewhat disorganized, but solid coach won a national championship at LSU. And then a coach who went three and nine, oh and eight, or whatever at, at Ole Miss could not do any. Literally, was a, 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 a disaster. Three and twenty-one in the SEC in three years. Won the national championship at LSU. Yes. His three SEC wins were Kentucky, Vanderbilt, and Mississippi State once. Why was he able to do that? Because they were able to go out and get Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Jefferson, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 
studs all over the offensive line, defensive line. They were and and, and so the, and now the coach at Notre Dame, who's won everywhere he's ever been, mm-hmm. says we won't be outbid. Oh, huh, well, okay, hold up. Tell me who's won national championships at A and M. I'm still waiting. Now, will A and M be really good? Sure. And when I talk to enough, like, look, it's the same same deal with Auburn. If you talk to enough college football people who tell you this Auburn team's not going to do it, this is just this is probably not going to go well. Even though I'm like, I don't know, man, it's Auburn, and they always figure it out. At some point, you have to kind of listen to people. I trust LSU to figure it out before I trust Auburn to figure it out. Yeah, and what I was going to say about A and M is when all those people are like, hey, if they keep recruiting like this, they can't sure. help but be elite. Sure, I, I'm gonna believe them. I. Because it's a valid question here. I mean, Hardman Thread says, so does LSU have more NIL money than A&M? Because if not, the answer is no. And I'm, no, they don't have as much as A&M. Today. Yet. They can get pretty damn motivated, though. Oh, fast. That's why it's a big year for him. It's year one. If he gets them excited, if they could roll a 9-3, and three, a 10-2, and two, scare the hell out of some people. Where that machine starts clicking. I mean, like that Ole Miss game. Let's say Ole Miss is what? What could they be? That's week eight. It'd be seven and zero. Is that right? They'd be seven. I think so. Yeah. Or Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Seven and zero. Seven and zero. Seven and zero. Ole Miss in Baton Rouge rolls in there, ranked fifth, sixth in the country. Lane Kiffin. Maybe game day goes, ah, it's a good time to go down there. Get all the people all worked up. ESPN goes, yeah, we'll make that the 630 game. Uh You walking into a snake pit. And if he's got it going, a game like that could be what gets, when it's over, he could say, it's just a handful of boosters. You want to jump in now? Is that fun? And, yeah, they'll spend. Yeah. They laundered money through a children's hospital, for God's sake. They'll spend it legally. Yeah. So. So, I don't know. That's a great question. What programs do you put stock in? How much? I'll have to think about this because tomorrow we'll have time to talk about how much three year stock would you put in Alabama today? And it is a good point that Gron has. If you're for factoring in prices now, Auburn's stock is stupid low, whereas Ole Miss's is historically high. Oh, now would be the time to buy futures yeah. stock in Auburn. Yeah. Because, look, if it doesn't go well this year, they're going to fire him, and they're going to go hire somebody who can compete with Smart and Saban. Sure, or at least that's the hope. Yeah, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. So, podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSaint. Free prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you, whether it's one trip to the pharmacy or one delivery. You have everything you need when you need it with G&M. Also, transfer your medications over. If you're tired of a big box, big box, big box pharmacy, you want somebody who takes care of you in uh, in better ways, let G&M help. Just make one call, and they will take care of the rest. Again, that's 662-236-2222. Automation Control Systems, LLCs, owned by my friend Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. <coughs> I'm getting over it, but I'm not there yet. <clears throat> They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL-508A panel shop. 
They can uh, service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Get the best socks you'll ever put on your feet from our friends at Dead Soxy. It's DeadSoxy.com. Try the no-shows here in this hot weather, and then they have all sorts of um, socks, including the ones Lane Kiffin was wearing yesterday in Atlanta there on their site. DeadSoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE for 35% off your entire order. Brought to you by Holcomb Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Holcomb. They custom build your building to your specifications. However you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings, Holcomb Portable Buildings can accommodate you. Just get in touch with them, 662-226-2233. In-house financing available, free delivery, free setup within 75 miles of Holcomb. Also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. And we're brought to you by Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside the U.S. Under the highest standards, it's based out of Iuka, Mississippi. If you take diabetes, high blood pressure, or cholesterol medications, they typically cause side effects like muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss due to depletion of minerals and vitamins in the body. But uh, they've got a product called Prescription Support to put those vitamins back into your body to help with those side effects, helping you stay more compliant in taking your medications and helping you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout, and you get 10% off your first order. And uh, if you're looking to gain you know, control of your own career, looking to diversify, looking to leave the corporate rat race, gain control of your income and schedule. MyPerfectFranchise.net offers the ability to create income and wealth. Let Andy uh, Ludecki guide you through a comprehensive franchise evaluation. He has tons of franchise and business ownership experience to lean on. If you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your pay, you feel stuck, Andy can help. It's Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net. Okay. Got a lot of headlines yesterday. I think it's relevant. Um, but I thought about it more. And when I first saw it, I thought, wow, that's interesting. So tweet yesterday from Don Williams from the Avalanche, Avalanche Journal, Texas Te- Te- the Lubbock New- Texas newspaper. The Matador Club. I love these names, by the way. Everybody's got their name. The Matador Club for Texas Tech. It's actually a good, a good name. That's good. The yeah. Donor Collective set up to support Texas Tech. Which, in, in anyway, I don't know. Is set to sign virtually the entire football team to a one-year $25,000 contract, renewable annually. They tweeted some other people. Basically, 100 players is what they're doing. You know, you do the math on this, and you can get 40 players at that number for a million dollars. I took three times to college algebra, but I'm pretty sure I'm right there. So, two and a half million for the season, for the year. Mm-hmm. Not crazy. I mean, for a, for a successful Division One program with a full booster network. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's not anything nuts. Yeah. Here's my question. Okay. It's cool PR. It's going to help in a variety of ways. Sure. Does it really help? 
it because will, you're not. It's not changing the game for getting the top level signee at all. It's it not even them from falling into the lower tier. It lets them maybe stay where they are, which is right in the middle of the pack. Yeah, I mean, this is right. not revolutionary. This no. is a stopgap. It's it's just hey, it's an opportunity. Hey, for now, we're going to try to stay competitive. And it's too. And, and here's the other thing: it's doing in a place like Texas Tech. Well, now I don't have the seven hundred thousand dollars for the other guy. Probably. No, what it does is this. This doesn't change the game. It's limiting in a way. It doesn't. Well, you can build on top of this, but but my point is, is there money to build on top of it? Or Texas know. Tech. What it what it does let you do, Chase, is it lets you probably not lose guys to SMU and Louisiana Tech. Oh, I mean, it well, that's who they are right now, and some programs are just going to have to accept that. Okay, not everybody's going to be swinging the big stick. And we're going to talk about the home run derby in a minute. Texas Tech's never competing in the home run derby. It's over. Any dream of that is gone. In today's college football, no chance. That's over. So figure out who you are. Go 7-5 and five in the renovated Big 12 and go to the Texas Bowl and play the disappointed 6-6 six and six SEC team and be done with it. Have some fun. Make it a party. Free nachos for everyone. What's that do? Is it baseball where they throw tortillas? Something like that. In there, there's I any? mean, I, it's, look, everyone can't be – everyone's not going to get invited to the beauty contest. They're just not. It is what it is. And if everybody if, – if that's the level of parity that you want, that's not happening. But this allows them to get in the game at a level that they can compete in. And look, look, they can tear up 5.73 stars. Well, and I don't even mean that negatively. I mean that in a, okay. like, that's a damn good football player. And so maybe you build culture that way. And maybe you become, boy, I tell you what, when you play Texas Tech, you better be, that is one, like we talked about culture. They got yeah. a great culture there, blah, blah, blah. They know that system they're in. They're they, in. Uh, yeah, they got good young coaches. This does let you go on the recruiting trail and say, hey, if you come here, you're going to get 25 grand. Not nothing. What's, what's, uh. Now they're. Boosters have to do this year over year. This is yeah. a one-year deal. What did Louisiana Lafayette offer you? Oh, they didn't? Well, we're offering you 25000 grand a month. You know? I mean, are you beating Texas or Texas A&M with that? Of course not. But they never were. It's, it's Like you said, it's better than nothing. Oh, it's not nothing. No, it's. I, mean, I, I was impressed. I'm like you initially. I was like, oh, and then I was like, ah, come on. But not everybody can do that. Not every school can do two and a half million a year. In fact, I can start. I mean, I could bore this podcast to death and start listing schools that can't. Oh, sure, yeah. So it's something. Is UCF going to do that? Is 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 uh. Cincinnati can can Cincinnati go two and a half million a year in NIL? I don't I don't know I don't know anything about their program. Once they get in the Big Twelve, maybe can USF go? You know, so you're that's who you're you know that's who you're playing. What is this? Is completely off topic, and I'm going to talk about the home run derby for a minute, and we'll get out of here, but. What is up with the fight going on between Greg Dole and Dan Dakich? 
Oh, I don't know. Have you not? No. I, I'm seeing stuff all over the internet about Dakich being an asshole and something over there. I don't know. If you told me it's political, I'd buy it. I can't tell. I'm not. Dakich is pretty conservative. Greg's Doyle not. is very liberal. Yeah. If you told me that it's about politics deep down and that they're okay. using other things, okay. To, I'd buy it. Yeah, I have no idea. I just. I follow Greg on Twitter and I'm seeing lots of Dan Dakich, Greg Doyle uh, stuff go on right no, now. No, I don't, I don't know that I follow either guy. <sighs> Greg drives me insane half the time and then has tremendous human interest columns. That are just fantastic. He's very talented. He he, they're really really good. Um, and Dakich is very good at clickbait and all of that stuff too. So they probably grind each other's gears in in the state of Indiana. Okay. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Um, you were watching this last night. I did. Home run derby. Juan Soto wins. Um, Kinda. Well, he was given the trophy. He was. They the couple, a couple of different things here. Um, there's a rule that says you can't throw the pitch for the or the next pitch until the ball has landed on the previous. That rule attempt. was broken a lot last night. Rule was rule was broken a lot, and then also ESPN just didn't count at least one home run, maybe multiples for Schwarber. Um, well, it certainly cost Schwarber a, a tie, at a least. tie at least against Pujols, and there was a lot of Pujols cheering yesterday. Forty-two years old. So my question is. Intentional? It's a made-for-TV event. Did TV manipulate the outcome? Purposefully. It's possible. The rule gets broken because these are hyper-competitive people and there's nobody to enforce the rule and nobody wants to be... How is there nobody to enforce the rule? You've well, gotta... he's there, but no one ever stops it and goes, nope, that one doesn't count. Nope, the ball had not But landed. don't you just have that person on the scoreboard who goes, nope, that one doesn't count? Nope, that doesn't count. I don't know that anybody feels like they have that kind of power and doesn't want to be that Hold kind of... Hold on a minute. Hold on a I'm minute. just telling power you. Power in a home run derby? I'm just telling you. I've watched this before. I, I mean, I don't like it. It was on. I left it on. I was outside grilling. I was doing burgers and I had it on. And it. Some of these guys hit the ball a long way. But it stands to reason that when you hit a ball 460-something feet that it's going to take it a few seconds to land. And there are already – in Schwarber's at-bat, in fairness to ESPN, it appeared that there were three balls in the air at once. He hit, hit one that was like – But that's breaking the rule. Yes, they all break the rule. And as it gets late, they really break the rule. Because they're in a hurry. Yeah, the pitcher's just – yeah, balls. I, I swear there were three balls in the air at once. And like Soto at the end, he's incredible, by the way. Because you know what? I mean, I've told you what I would do. I want to see just how far a human being can hit a baseball. I would move fans out of areas that are on the sides that are dangerous, and I would hand these kids or hand these men 1998-style college baseball bats. I would That's love, what I would do. I would, I would put drop fives in their hand and just see what happens. I think you'd have to – clear out the area behind the stadium. Do you really? With Soto yeah, yeah, and yeah. with this Rodriguez kid from Seattle. Oh, my God. They used to do this for the college home run derby where you just let them bring any bat they want to bring, and I would let them go get those 1999 LSU bats and hit I drop I can't fives. imagine Soto, Schwarber, and Rodriguez with those bats. 
You'd be seeing some exit velocities of 122, 123. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the pitching coach guy, I'm like, hey, can I get reinforced steel here instead of a net? The net's not enough. I mean, I'd be scared. Yeah, that's what I'd do. We're going to do it. I got. Let's do it. Let's see. This Rodriguez kid from Seattle. He plays in Seattle. Is, is amazing. Yeah, Major League Baseball has a problem because some of their best players, although one of their problems is about to get fixed, this this Juan Soto trade, I guess it was Buster Olney said it's going to happen in the next two weeks. The asking price is astronomical. Do you pay it for Juan Soto? I do if my franchise is guaranteed that he will sign a 10-year extension. Sure, of course. Yeah. But how much do you pay running the risk that he walks in two years? Do you give up your franchise? Do you give up your top six prospects? Oh. I think that's the asking price. I think someone's going to meet it. Burying yourself. He's an amazing player. My cra- I mean, this is for tomorrow because we're already on the topic of the future. Am I crazy for just thinking that in five years we're not really even talking about NIL much and it's back to the old system mostly? To some extent. My initial response is, yeah, I think you're crazy. Tell me why you think that's going to happen. I don't know. I'm just thinking about it. But I, I don't think it's sustainable long term as it is. And I don't know who actually fixes it. What What are the signs, in your opinion? I guess I'm giving you things to think about. What are the signs that it becomes like what What happens for someone in a position of power to do the politically incorrect thing and say this? You know what, guys this This doesn't work. This is not sustainable. We have to fix it because that's what it would take. A cap that is too stringent. A cap that makes the cap irrelevant. If the cap's $100,000 per player, okay, who gives a crap? Right. But again, how do you enforce the cap? Nope. You're back to doing the under-the-table yes. things. My point. I don't know that we get there. Okay. I, I mean, tell me what incentive a college athlete would have for agreeing to a cap. If I came to you and I said, hey, Chase, you can make more money, but wouldn't it be for the greater good? No, I mean, I, and, and I understand that, but they're not the only stakeholders in this. I mean, they but, don't get complete but, and utter decision. But they have power. They No, they do. There's if no they doubt. said, hey, we're not taking the field if you put a cap on. Okay, then don't play. Let's okay. call the bluff. Okay. Don't play. Don't play. None of you play. Now, what does ESPN say? I, again, we're workshopping here. I'm just oh, saying yeah. I think there is a point. Where this is not sustainable. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm not disagreeing. Playing with it out. I'm just. I'm not disagreeing. I just. I'm a firm believer in. In when you open. Oh yeah, sure. Like they've already caused the mistake. The genie's out of the bottle, and now you're telling the genie who suddenly has enjoyed all of his freedom that she's made. Right. I mean, she's getting out and. She's yeah, gone sure, to Prada, sure, sure. and she's. I mean, you know, she's made some trips now. I mean, she's. <laughs> she's gone and seen the big city. Hey, get back in the bottle. We'll let you out when we're ready. No, no, no. I'm I'm not getting it back in that bottle. I like it out here. 
I mean, she's tanning out at the pool right now, Chase. You want her to go get in the bot in the ba- back in the bottle? She just poured a mimosa. She's not getting back in the bottle. This is not. I'm telling you, nobody's going to. The players are not going to agree to a cap. So what is it going to look like though? That's that's the problem. Is I think, that I think it's going to look very similar to what it looks like now. It's just going to be different powers. I'm back to what I was told, which is you think the sport is sustainable. With no one basically being able to recruit high school kids except for six programs. The top high school kids? Yeah. Is it much different than that now? Yeah, because it... Is it really? We're back to the spoken, unspoken Is it really? Thing. You could, still could pluck off. You can't even pluck off much anymore. We cover... Ole Miss has signed three of the top 13 kids in the country before. Right. One of those his brother played on the that team. That is not doable today. One of those his brother played on the sure. team. The other was a kid in from Chicago. In today's world, and I get he was different even then. Laramie's asking price publicly today would be. Oh yeah, they would not have gotten. They would not have gotten Tunsil. No, they wouldn't have gotten Greg Little and Shea Patterson. They got those guys in the same class. Yeah, they were no. both top five players yeah. in the country. No, they wouldn't have gotten them. Nope. That's Ole Miss. That's an SEC school. But instead of it being Ole Miss, now it's A and M which wasn't landing those players before, and now it is. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's like we talked about with – No, I get the players have power. I'm not like – I get it. It's like we talked about with baseball. Once you go to the the scholarship deal and you allow unlimited NIL, I mean, we can – you and I did it yesterday. There's five schools that immediately come to mind as, oh, they'll be in Omaha three out of every five years. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you and I have a slight dif- disagreement on one, but we agree on the others. I mean, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Texas and Arkansas are all superpowers the day that happens. I mean, yeah. Superman loaded up, no kryptonite anywhere, yeah. feeling himself. Yeah. And you think Mississippi State's in that category, and I think maybe. Yeah. So we'll go five and a half superpowers, boom. Yeah. Well, I said take those five that I named. And probably everybody else in the country playing a different game. And three of those five, at a minimum, every single year will go to Omaha. Every single year. Yeah. Three of those five. Yeah. So At a minimum. And so is that going to happen in football where we go, okay, well, we have this group of superpowers now and everybody else just kind of has to figure it out? Maybe. Is that sustainable? I don't It's what we have now. Look, we're going into a season this year, Chase, where there are three teams that have a chance to win yeah, the national sure. championship. Yeah, sure. Three. Yeah. Is that healthy? No. But we've been there for a while. We've been, and it's two of them competed for the championship last year, and one of them is in this little Final Four thing basically every year. It's nobody new. Clemson had their moment in the sun. That appears to be over with. I mean, yeah. Oklahoma and Texas, Oklahoma's been a – power and they're like hey this isn't sustainable for us in the big 12 we're going to jump into the sec and who knows what that looks like when they get there Kerry murdoch was on this network the other day and said uh, they're gonna need a minute i mean we all are watching texas with interest but no one thinks texas is super close mm. Notre Dame's coach left to go to the sec so that he could compete for the national championship i mean right now there's not a collection of superpowers no, that's what Clark Lee looks like. Huh. Kidding. Clark's put a little weight. Yes. Busy. All right. Those are topics for tomorrow. We'll get back in it. Uh, Look at the it difference, then. though. Fat guy. I mean, uh, the bald guy. Yeah. When last year he looked super fit. 
and he looked pretty good. Now he's put on twenty pounds, and I'm telling you, when you're a bald dude, twenty you pounds, it, can you? Twenty pounds, just look at it. He looks jowly. He does. His head looks bigger. I mean, it's a nightmare. He looks like a, he looks like out of shape Cole Kublik right now. He does. I mean, yeah. Bald is a challenge, man. Yeah. So. We bald guys need to stand together. We need to yeah. we need to form our own support group, our own NIL. Yeah. All right. Back tomorrow. We'll have a podcast for you uh, then and uh, as the week moves on as well. So, have a great day, and we'll talk to you soon. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.